0: Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Guilherme Costa, an amazing guitarist that is blazing a path of guitar and songwriting brilliance. He has released Light of Revelations. This one is sure to please. And here is my interview with Guilherme Costa. Hello, Hey, hey Bob, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? We all pretty good. Thank you so much. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today.
1: Well, it's a pretty honor, dude. I would like to thank you so much for for it as well. It's been really great for me for joining you in this podcast. So thank you so much.
0: I also wanted to congratulate you on the light of revelations.
1: It's an amazing work of art. Oh god thank you so much really it's really nice for me to hear this from you dude
0: you start off with fighting against myself which is a perfect opener i wanted to know if you could speak on it lyrically
1: yeah sure uh fight against myself it's a, it's a song that i started to write when i was feeling lots of anxiety especially when i was um, doing my first vocal classes and i thought i didn't sing well and i was trying to oh how can i say it I was trying to be a really perfectionist guy, and I was trying to sing, and nothing that I was singing was sounding good for me. But my teacher said, no, you're doing very well, don't, don't be so, so perfectionist, you're doing very great. And then I said, no, I'm not doing great. My voice sucks, I don't like my voice, my voice sounds really awful. And many people around me said the same, but for me, it wasn't good. And I was really, it was like I was killing myself, fighting against myself. So during that time, I was really, really feeling lots of anxiety and I was feeling really bad. And then I thought, oh God, I must write about this because Yeah, to feel lots of anxiety, it's not good for me and for anyone. So I think if I write about it, maybe I can feel better about myself. And I know I can help other people to fight the struggle, you know. So I think many people uh, go through this all the time and with with worse fights. So I thought it was a really great idea to write this song. Because many people were uh, going after me and saying, Oh my God, you describe exactly what I feel day by day with my depression. And then I say, Oh shit, no way. And it was really great for me to write about this and to talk to people about this. For me, it was really great.
0: Sure, and I can understand uh, your feeling. Uh, <clears throat> I'm very tone deaf. So... Um, I had trouble singing, and uh, I talked to uh, Robin McCauley in an interview, and he actually gave me some tips on solving it, and uh, it helped me immensely. I couldn't believe it, and uh, I've done it ever since. Um, he taught me to uh, sing in a corner so I can hear back. Um my vocals much better and truly truly helped me
1: yeah yeah i also do this uh, lots of times especially when i i'm recording vocal tracks to other songs and when i try to practice it's really great to sing on the corner because uh, it's exactly the same thing when you try to to hear yourself by a, by a recording but without any more bios recording you, if you know what I mean.
0: Mm-hmm. And Ben Baum goes into Bloody Wars, which is an absolute shredder. Um, great, great guitar work on this
1: song. Oh, thank you so much. Bloody Wars, it's actually <laughs> <laughs> And
0: and one of the things I you notice soon into the album is that you uh, can play pretty much any style you want and do it well because you go into "Inside My Mind," which is a beautiful blues style song.
1: Yeah, "Inside My Mind." It's um, it's a song. It's really funny because when I was composing "Inside My Mind." I was listening a lot of Steve Vai. I was listening a lot to of um. I was listening like uh, John Mayer. I was listening to Steve Ray Vogan, and oh my God, I was listening to many many stuff like you too as well. And The Edge, it's well, a great guitarist for me. I I love to to bring much of the his style into my songs, especially the delay stuff and. And the melodies that he creates uh, when he's improvising with you two, and when I was composing in time of mind, I thought about, oh my God, I would love to compose a song like "Tender Surrender" from Steve Weiss. So I think I can use some figure picking style, and I used it in, um, on the intro of the song with the. I was composing it using the the technique the, the hand the hand style technique. As uh, Rich Katzen does and Mark Knopfler does too. And then I thought, oh my God, I should put, put lots of elements here like uh, some melodies from uh, uh, Stevie Locutther from Toto and from The Edge and from Joe Mayer. I was actually this song, it's the uh, we can call it a joker. Because we have many, many guitarists, many, many, uh, many many styles. And it's, of course, one of the best things I've ever created. (laughs) And speaking of Steve I
0: have you happened to see the video for Hydra yet? Uh, No. Which one is this? Um, He has a new guitar. It has uh, three necks and a harp at the bottom.
1: Ah, oh, sure, yeah, I saw it. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Amazing.
0: yeah, I love it. Um also, um, next you go into Rising star, which that that song, when I first heard it, I could not get the chorus out of my mind the entire day.
1: Oh my God I was, that... <laughs> I was singing the chorus all day. <laughs> oh my god so I think you should sing it when you uh, when you go to the shopping mall maybe to a public place try to sing it and call people to join you
0: <laughs> yes that's definitely a, a song that'd be a great uh, single release
1: oh like yeah a hook, very hooky song thank you so much dude it was um, actually this song it's my has my favorite guitar solo that i did ever <laughs> and i wanted to talk to you
0: about your uh, guitar playing on the back i believe you have a uh, blue sunburst um what all guitar uh style guitars did you use in making this album
1: well um you know um you mean the the brand of the guitars the style of the guitars right Yes. Well, I used um, a Gibson Les Paul and a standard uh, Gibson Les Paul with uh, two two pickups, uh, two Onico two Pro from Seymour Duncan, and I also used uh, a Fender Stratocaster to record all the clean guitars. And when I was uh, recording the the rhythm guitars and the solo guitars I was using only my, my Gibson and it's exactly the, the Gibson that I, uh, I don't know if you seen my, my photo, my promo picture from the, from the disc, that's the guitar that I used to, to, to record it. And I, I'll, I to record too with um with an acoustic guitar from my friend Guzmo Santo uh, when I recorded the song, An Invitation to the Soul. Um, and this acoustic guitar, I don't know how to explain because it's really different from the um, when we buy an acoustic guitar, uh, like uh, the conventional ones, you know. Uh, we, uh, they, he has um, an acoustic guitar, very beautiful and very different. And I used I use it to record an invitation to the soul. And also, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> and
0: uh, when you're in the studio, um, do you go with a heavier pick? Uh, uh, sorry, say it again. Um, at, when you're in the studio, do you change uh, picks and go with a heavier pick
1: to get a cleaner sound? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Actually, I like to record new stuff with new picks, um, probably the pick that I never used yet. You mean, um, because all the time when I use my picks, it's um, they they get like, a, I don't know if, it's, if it's, it's the right phrase to say, but uh, all the time when I use picks every time, every time it gets wasted and i can sure. it can it can brings a good sound for a long time when i use it many many times every day so i need to pick uh, to get a pick that it's not used so it's better for me to get a better sound and of course to play better to to get a more clean sound you know and to play of course to play heavy too that's really necessary and I also wanted to ask you, uh, what can your
0: fans look for next?
1: Uh, sorry, to say it again. I, I didn't. I didn't hear you.
0: Yes, I also wanted to ask you, uh, what can
1: your fans look for next from you? Well, um, I will, I'm trying to to compose new songs for a next album, and I, and this time I'm going to put. All the songs gonna be with lyrics, of course. I'm not, I'm not stopping doing instrumental songs, of course not. But the next album, it's gonna be an album with, um, with songs connected to each other. If you know what I mean, of course. I'm going to put uh, songs with other influences that I didn't put in the in my last album. For example, I would love to put some elements from progressive metal and progressive rock, like a Rush and Dream Theater, and also some stuff from Pink Floyd, that it's a band that I love really much. And also, I'll, I would like to invite only female vocals this time, because I know that, uh, we have many women in metal and rock and roll. And I would like to invite uh, the female vocals, friends of mine and from other countries to to join me in this creation and to help me to take my song to the world. And uh, speaking of your uh, liking for
0: Pink Floyd, I found it interesting that you mentioned him because... I always tell everyone that David Gilmore can do in one note what some guitarists take 10 notes to accomplish.
1: Oh, yeah, that's totally true, dude. Actually, when I listen to David Gilmore, uh, I think that actually. On, not only he sings, he sings very well, but his guitar sings very well too. Uh, the guitar sings for him many times, especially when he, he is like improvising, comfortably numb. And for example, in time, it's my uh, one of my favorite guitar solos from Dave Gilmour. Uh, all the time when he plays the guitar solo of time, it looks like he sings with, with the guitar. So the sure. guitarist playing, but he sings too. And this is really awesome. Everyone should learn with them.
0: Yes, uh, dogs from animals is probably my favorite uh, solo of his.
1: Oh, yeah, it's really perfect. Actually, there is no solo from Dave Gimo that it's not good. Every Every single solo from David David Gilmour, it's really, really impressive and really awesome. uh, He's not, of course, he's not a shredder, never was. He's not, um, how can I say it? Um, We have a word here in Brazil, it's called virtuoso. So it's like a virtuosism, you know, right? Right. he's not a a shredder so yeah but that's fine we can not he can sing very well with his guitar and that's what matters of course to shred it's really fun it's beautiful as well but david gilmore knows how to play every single note with much feeling and really with kind of emotion that i've never heard with anyone but just for david gilmore
0: and I also wanted to ask you, when did you start playing the guitar?
1: I, I started playing guitar. Actually, it's, um, it's a funny story because I started uh, when I was 14, when I was trying to, to play acoustic guitar and my grandpa, he, he was trying to learn too. And he gave me some kind of two classes and he, he loves uh, sertanejo from here from Brazil, the ancient sertanejo from the 70s and from 80s. And he's, he really loved this style. And he tried to, to teach me some songs. And there is a song that he loves really much. It's called Chico Mineiro. It's a, it's a really classic from the sertanejo from Brazil. And he was trying to, to teach me. And of course, I tried to, to learn it. And then, but I, did, I didn't take it so seriously. So I stopped for a while. And when I was 15, I was I started to listen to Black Sabbath, and I say, "Oh my God, what nice riffs!" I was listening to Iron Man, War Pigs, and also I was listening to Paranoid and many other songs like The Wizard, And I say, "No, I need to, I need to learn this." So. And then I asked my mom, I "said please, mom, put me in the guitar class. I need to play this." And then she said, "Okay, so you know, when you want to start, I want to start next week. Okay, so go and go." And I asked my teacher to to, to teach me all these riffs from Tony Iomi and that's what that's how I started really seriously into music because when I listened to to Black Sabbath, then I thought, I want to play like Tony Iommi. That's my first goal of my life.
0: And that's a great goal.
1: Oh, yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> I also wanted to ask you, uh, in your spare time, do you have any hobbies that you enjoy?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, one of my greatest hobbies, actually the greatest hobby of... My whole life, it's to play video games. I'm a gamer from the '90s. I love like a Super Nintendo. Uh, my first video game was a Super Nintendo, the SNES, and I I, I still have it, and I play many times. I love I love to play uh, Super Mario Bros. I love to play Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and also. One of my biggest influences from the song "Bloody Wars." It's from Street Fighter soundtrack. I don't know if you noticed this. No, I did not, but I I will pay attention to that now. Oh yeah, do you remember the the theme from Ken Masters from Street Fighter Two? Yes, I do. <laughs> Yeah, that was my biggest influence in Bloody Wars. So I composed Bloody Wars thinking about the soundtrack of Street Fighter Two.
0: <laughs> and I also wanted to ask you, along your musical journey, what's the best advice you've been given along the way?
1: Well, the first one, of course, I have many advices to, to give to all my friends, to all my fans and to all people. But the first one I would I would give to people is to listen to every kind of music you can. So, of course, you can love rock and metal and progressive and, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. You can listen to all kinds of rock and metal, but listening uh, listen also to jazz and blues and bossa nova and uh, classical music. So... Listen to every kind of music and try to play it. Oh shit. I think it was I, so sorry. I got it. We got okay. a malfunction here. So where did I stop?
0: Um you ended up on uh that people should uh, explore all aspects of music, not yeah, just the genre yeah. they listen to.
1: Yeah, that's it. So that's the first advice I would give to anyone, because this helps me a lot until today, and it's gonna help me too to um, to compose. You know, I got better ideas um, sometimes, better than listening to to metal all the time. I think when I listen to, for example, I, I'm going to give the the best example ever. When I listen to classical music, for example, I love to to pick some influences from, uh, like uh, Beethoven and Mozart. When I composing some progressive metal stuff, you know, and I oh, think. Cool. That's one of the the things that, for example, Symphony X does all the time. It's one of my favorite bands, too. And many people around power metal does this really much. Blind Guardian. And also, when I compose my instrumental stuff, of course, my favorite style of all time is the heavy metal and the hard rock. But especially when I listen to John Mayer, I love his fingery style. And I could compose inside my mind my thinking about it. So that's the best thing I could say to everyone. So listen to every kind of music you can. And I also
0: wanted to ask you, uh, have you uh, inspirations of hitting the road and doing a tour?
1: Well... Actually, <laughs> the the biggest tour that I ever did here in Brazil especially was a tour was a two-day two-days tour. I was doing it in um there is a region here in Minas Gerais, it's my state, it's called Vale do Aço. And we got many cities here, and many people like rock and roll there. And I was playing with my band called Axo DC. It's a, a cover band of Guns N' Roses and ACDC. And we played for two cities. We played like um, Governador Valadares and uh, Ipachinga. It's two nearby cities on the countryside. So that's the biggest tour that I ever that I ever played. So I would love really much to do a tour and in U.S., in Canada, Mexico, in Europe, or here in South America, too. Africa, Oceania, Asia. That's one of my biggest dreams, and I really, really hope that I can do it. Of course, I can do it with every band. I, I love metal, rock, every style. So if some band wants a guitarist, I'm available, too. So <laughs> I'm here if you want. All right, dudes. Thank you so much. And lastly,
0: I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans,
1: what would that message be? Well, um, I would like to thank you so much, every one of you who is listening to all my songs, who was talking to me about the songs, and who is uh, taking the songs to other places. Thank you so much, everyone. And also, I would like to send a message to my friend Heidi from Canada. Heidi, you're the best. Thank you so much. You're supporting me a lot. You're the best, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also, I would like to thank you, dude Bob, for uh, inviting me to join you in your podcast. I'm being really honored to be here with you. And also, I would like to say that my next album is going to be a kick-ass metal album. So I hope you enjoy it. So I'm probably going to release it in the next year. I don't know exactly when, but it's going to be something really new and you're not going to regret it, all of you, my friends. So so I think you're going (laughs) to... Maybe some songs are going to make you cry. Some songs are going to make you even angry, because I'm going to talk about lots of uh, word problems and political stuff and many stuff. You're I think you're going to see it. So thank you so much. And let's hope for the best in the next year. You're going to love my next album. So thank you so much, everyone, once again. Well,
0: thank you for taking time to speak with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you.
1: Yeah, I can say I can say the same, my friend. Thank you so much. So, thank you, thank you so much. And I hope to and I hope to talk again uh, every every time. Oh, sorry, sorry, I was um, my my sometimes my English my English is not so good, and sometimes I get lost in my words. Sorry, and uh, so I hope to talk again with you other day. Thank, thank you so much, Bob.
0: Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thank you. And you have a great rest of your day, my
1: friend. Thank you so much, Bob. So I hope you have a great day, too, my friend. All right. Take care. Take care. Thank you.
0: Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember. Come see me for a fix.